The program you are about to listen to contains strong language that is not suitable for children under the age of 18. In the likely event that you are personally offended by the nature of this show, stop listening immediately and kindly fuck off. Uh, And let it begin! Is this a show for children? You guys are line crossers, that's what you do. I like any time you talk about me. I mean, I'm not going to put that in my mouth, but I will rub it on my junk. We're 80s kids. We're from the 80s and the 90s. Kaylin, I I honestly um, enjoy your presence and your voice so much. That I would like it back on the show. Yeah. Oh, it's such a trip to get here. Like he said, musk, but not smell. So that's a distinction. I cover it up with a pipe tobacco at this point. That makes sense. That's what all men should do. I'm really into his ponytail. (laughs) You want to stroke it? Oh my God! Please. (laughs) You can't get an offer like that. Go touch it. Is that the pipe talking? You want to fondle my pony? Yes. Who doesn't want to touch the pony? All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Brew Crew Movie Review Patreon Sexy Minisode Episode Minisode. We thank you for being a Patreon member. You are the reason we are here, and we love you, and we thank you so much. So, so much. Today in studio. Coronavirus. There is none of that in the studio, but today, <laughs> in studio, we have Mr. Red. Hello, I am so here and happy to be here with you. Mr. Producer Errol. Well, hello. So happy you decided to show up to the show. And our special guest, the man with the unicorn mane himself, Mr. Kalen. Saw, dude. Saw, <laughs> dude. We are sitting around a table smoking pipes. Drinking port, drinking wines, and just having ourselves a good time. Without the coronavirus. Without the the coronavirus. So there's something funny um, that I want to talk about that we did today, because today we saw a movie. And what movie did we see, Mr. Producer? Errol. We saw that famous of famous films, Redbeard. Oh, (laughs) Tag team. Wow. That's nice. We haven't done one of those yet. Yeah, we saw an incredibly amazing film that happened to do with a Kalen. Oh, a triple. It's like the end of the football, and they just keep throwing it behind him. It's Princess Diary. Is that that's it. It's yeah. it's the it's notebook. Yeah, Princess. It's, fucking, it's, it's Princess Notebook. Princess something. <laughs> Wow, that was like the epic pass on the. Uh, on they don't know the what the fuck they're talking he about. He just, yeah. he just did not carry it I'm through. I'm over it. <laughs> just like the 49ers were when they were right there about ready oh! to win, and then they lost it all. We saw the Princess Bride. Ooh, the Bride of there the Princess, go. the Bride. Roll them. This is true love. Hold it, hold it. Is this a kissing book? This is a special book. There's any sports in it? Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. 
Prepare to die. See? The cliffs of insanity! <laughs> he didn't fall? Inconceivable! You keep using the horde. I do not think it means what you think it means. My Wesley will always come for me. Your Wesley is dead. I've seen worse. Bye-bye, boys! Have fun storming the castle! Where's Buttercup? Let me explain. No, there is too much. Let me sum up. Buttercup is Mary Humperdinck, so all we have to do is get in, break up the wedding, steal the princess, make our escape. It doesn't need much time for Dilly Danny. Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. You've always been so kind to me, and I won't be seeing you again, since I'm killing myself once we reach the honeymoon suite. There's a shortage of perfect breasts in this world. It would be a pity to damage yours. Ha-ha, <laughs> you fool! Never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line! <laughs> As you wish. All right, that was a little old-timey clip of Princess Bride. I love, like I've said this so many times, I love it when I play the clips of the older shows because it just shows the grit of and and the the weird voices of how it was back, you know, and in the, the 80s and love the 70s. And love. It, it, yeah. it, it's True just love. It's classic, and I love it. I love it, too. And I, and I love that this movie's about love. And I love that this movie's about love, which happens to do about loving two princesses. Oh, in love, February love, love. of all months. That's about love. So, before we talk about that wonderful movie, <laughs> what are we drinking? Drink, 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 drink. Alcohol is good. So, since we're watching The Princess Bride, which is... I figure it's going to be a classic forever. I brought something extra special. Something Ooh. that everyone's going to like. It's yes. a wine from 1932. Ooh. So, Wait, really? Yeah, I'm not fucking with you. This is a 1932. Wow. Um, it's called the Legacy Port from Forgotten Barrel. Um, the Ferrara Winery called it its three-generation port. The Ferrara Winery, that, which we're located on now, was established in 1932. We found this port when we purchased the property um in 2016 and it was kind of just sitting around and then we realized oh we have a port that's been constantly blended since 1932 so this is a 88 year old port right now um wait so so the like um if you if you have a red just downed it like fuck that yeah (laughs) it's so good so if if, if you're not a sipper it's a you know like i i all in my mouth, swished it around like he said I was supposed to. <laughs> I opened up all the, the you know, the fruits. Open it. Uh, open yeah. the, like, relax the throat and let me slide it in. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't go that far, but. You went deep with the legacy port. So, okay, so yeah. if, if you're doing, like, a kombucha, there's a Scooby, and you can have that do generations and generations, and if you're be- doing a brew, you can have the yeast that translates to generations to generations with the recipe, so it's still essentially a part of the original recipe. Now, is is that what you're saying when you say is Forgotten Barrel acquired the old Ferrara winery in... Um, 2016. Uh, in 2016, and and there, with the acquire, you found what did you find? We found this port, which they call the three generation port. Basically, how port works is you start by filling up a big old barrel the first year, 
take a barrel out, put a barrel in. It's called a fractional blending system. So every year till about 2010, they took a barrel out, put a barrel in, took a barrel out, put a barrel in. So the original port was started in 1932. Um, that's why that's how you date ports is from the first year. But the average year would say be about 40 something years old. Still stupid old for uh, port style wine. That's why it has this tawny color. This would be considered a tawny port. You get a lot of these caramel notes. So did um, you find it in a, in a cask? Yes, a big old wow. cask. Yeah. What a gold So literally, you found this. We found this port. Um, we introduced some of our own port to make it our own, and then we bottled it. So this bottle that you have right here, which is a half bottle, retails for one thirty-two. Holy um, crap! And we're drinking that right now. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> It's fucking delicious. Yeah. Oh my god, it's it is kind so of a, good. It's like raisin. It's a little bit of a treat. Yeah, it has this. It turns it's very all raisiny. Kind of has this figgy. figgy yeah, figgy yeah. caramel. Yeah. Um, I always say kind of um, toasted hazelnut. And ports are typically a dessert wine. Yes. Like you, you eat your meal and then you drink that. Red. So I have this question. Uh, one of the things that I, I remember from a long time ago doing some wine tasting with a bunch of people. Uh, is one of the guys told us about how the wine will stay on the edge of the glass and how quickly it, it like sheds off the side of the glass. Legs are tearing, yes. Yeah, so what is that supposed to tell you? Because I noticed that this is way thicker than the other stuff. It tells you two things. It's not about quality. Um, okay. it, people will say that's good legs when they're wine tasting. I kind of just smile <laughs> to myself about that. Um, it's more so about alcohol. It's more viscous, less viscous, more viscous. Less, more less viscous. viscous. So yeah, let's less, just less, go with thinner yeah, versus yeah. thicker. Alcohol thick okay. with two Cs. Um, and then <laughs> same with sugar. So if something has higher alcohol or higher sugar, it's going to... It's going to be those, thick. Yeah, the drops down the side of the glass are going to go slower. Well, the reason it has yeah. more alcohol is because the process it's, you know, with yeast, it... it there's yeast in wine, or is there not yeast in wine? Um, there's no yeast left in wine normally, unless you unfilter it. But that, you put yeast into yeah, it. Yeah, that that sugar and sugar turns sugar, into alcohol. The yeast so, will do about up to 15, 16 exactly. So, or so. so the main pr- job of this yeast, got brandy in it though. It's uh, with from the barrel, and then from you know generations to generations. But the main job of yeast is to take sugar. And it eats that sugar, and its byproduct is alcohol and CO2. Yes, it poops. Yep, exactly. It poops out alcohol, CO2, all these other yummy flavors too, um, esters, polyphenols, what have you. Um, in general, this one is a different process. You start making a wine, stop it, kill it with brandy, and that, what, that's what makes a port. So you retain that sugar, but you also jump the alcohol up to about 19% or so, which is this one's at, and you have this really rich sugary high alcohol dessert wine it is very good like honestly like when i kind of roll uh this port around the glass and i watch it like tears come down it it's moving so slow like it's a syrup almost but this i honestly i'm not a big fan of this kind of stuff but this it's it's got me i am in love with it yeah i cannot tell you not only is it absolutely fantastically delicious and i feel that everyone needs to taste this forgotten barrel go there um but this is also a limited run too right yeah we did um 200 bottles of this so far but you'll do it again next year um if we or it's bottling as production requires you're gonna keep you're gonna if we run out we'll bottle more but we're never gonna do more than a 200 bottle run every year 
Yes, um, but you will keep the cask or or, yes. or barrel to redo at some future exactly. point because you can't not do Ex- that with something that you have that's so old. Yeah, and the port that we're blending into it on average is ten plus years already, so there's it's never going to be less than the average year of. 40 to 50 years. So not only is this delicious, like I was saying earlier, but it is just such a privilege to be able to have this at the table right now. I'm honored, and I'm so thankful to you, Kaylin, yeah. and Forgotten Barrel for for this just this amazing special treat. Now, I just real quickly, I want to go into, because, you know, I, I've mentioned earlier that Forgotten Barrel is this small little winery in Escondido in, in this, you know, residential area. But where is... The, you know the grapes grown for Forgotten Barrel, and where is it manufactured? So we produce all our wine on site um, at um, eleven twenty West Fifteenth Escondido. Um, it's ta- taken from all over the place. So important always is right grapes for the right place. So San Diego County wines, warm climate. We're going to get warm climate wines from here. If you want something cooler, we're going to go up to Santa Barbara, Paso Robles for Zinfandel, warmer climate reds. If we really want a Savion Blanc, we're going to go all the way back up into Napa um, and get those cold comet Savion Blanc grapes. So acquiring your grapes, you'll get them from all over you know, the United States, essentially. All but, over California. All um, over California. But as far as manufacturing, you do do this yes. here in Escondido. We do. Now, that is that is just special. Yeah, That's it's amazing. all produced here. And it's small volume. It's 2,000 cases or less Like for Irrelevant speaking, Kendall Jackson does over 200,000 cases a year. We do 2,000 cases a year. So it's super, super small. Now you do. But the thing is, is once people start finding out or understanding what this place is, I mean, I shit you not, like, you will go to to Temecula or Napa. You know, Napa obviously is what everyone thinks of wine in California, but then in Southern California, everyone thinks of Temecula because there's, you know, 50 something wineries in Temecula and, and it's a beautiful, wonderful landscape for wine and for wineries. And and not many people think of down here down south, but I I promise you, anyone who drinks this wine from Forgotten Barrel will not miss a skip to thinking that they are in Napa and this will compete against everyone I'm, I'm telling you Forgotten Barrel is the shit man don't make us too popular because I don't want to work too hard that's what I was saying I was like hey man like, you're making you me work now, like <laughs> jeez but it's literally within walking distance it from is. my house Please. I am blessed and lucky and, and, and I am just like when I first went there I was my mind was blown I'll tell you right now, Forgotten Barrel was a chick, man. Tommy's working hard to get laid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? I would have gotten some. He's like, just bring me the expensive wine, please. I'll take it all. <laughs> He's going to sleep inside her tonight, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get back into this movie, uh, The Princess Bride. And obviously, if you're listening to this, sh- you have seen The Princess Bride. And if you haven't seen The Princess Bride, shame the fuck on you. But... This is gather around the table, and we're going to talk about The Princess Bride. And this is one of the most quotable movies in history, in my opinion. I could literally do an hour show where I'm just going line after line, going quotables, that every single one of you in the audience will just say yes, 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 and, and have a good time with it. So, But let's go into it as a movie, and let's kind of just talk about this. 
So essentially, the, the 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 beginning of the story is you have a farm, a little farm girl, you know, falls in love with the help of the, you know the farm boy. That farm boy leaves. He gets abducted by pirates. He gets murdered, and she has to live her life. Now this girl becomes the princess, or soon to be married to Prince Humperdinck of the town. And her life is going to change. But what she didn't know is that her farm boy love not only didn't die, he became the dreaded pirate Roberts himself. I have one question. Tell me. How dreaded is the name Robert? Apparently enough to make you quake in your boots. It's extremely uh, dreadful and terrifying when paired with the uh, other word, dread. dread. Yeah, dread. yeah. <laughs> Robert, you're a pussy. But if you put dreaded in front of it, yeah. whoa, man. Yeah, Across the really seven scary. seas. But Blackbeard can just like, Blackbeard, like, oh, fuck. Blackbeard's coming. But like the dreaded pirate Robert. It's not the dreaded Blackbeard. It's just like, yeah, it's oh, just yeah, like, this dude's got a Blackbeard. Beard. Like, Let's just go back in time to when they were thinking about this story. What should we call him? How about the Dread Pirate Bob? Nah, Bob's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work. Okay, how about the Dread Pirate Nathan? No. <laughs> not not happening. I what don't. about no. the Dread Pirate Herman? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling like that's a step backward. <laughs> Roberts, that's the Roberts, name. Roberts, my Joe, you've got it. And, and that's how this movie was made. Plain and simple. So this movie... Uh, was directed by Rob Reiner, done back in 1987. Woo! Let's play some 1987 music. Wow. And, of course, featuring Robin Wright uh, and Carrie Elvis. Lewis. Elvis. Is it Elvis or Lewis? No, it's Elvis. It's Elvis. And Carrie Elvis. Elvis. That guy's a... God, I love him. Like, you you really lean into the weh and then really let go of this... Elvis. Elvis. Side note. Not only was he in next week's movie that we're going to talk about, which is Bram Stoker's Dracula, but he was also in the fabulous, or sorry, the marvelous Miss Maisel, which I fucking can't get enough of. Marvelous oh, Miss Maisel, one yeah. of so, my favorite oh, shows. I have one episode it. left. That's oh all I got. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. oh, not so the I. I, I, I snuggle finished, you at night. I finished the the whole. I finished all of it, right? And and I didn't want to watch it because I thought it was going to be okay. But so I have good. not been this attached to characters. What, like after it ended, I was so fucking. Every day I've been thinking about like, well, what about Susie and what about this and oh my god, can you believe that happened? Okay, if you haven't seen the the marvelous Miss Maisel, go fucking see that. And that's all I'm going to talk about it. I just wanted to mention that the beautiful Carrie. Elvis is in it. Writer of the Gilmore Girls. You know, Super speaking good. of outside characters. God, it's so good. So strange. But, uh, you know, I was thinking about how they could do a part two of this film. You know, that's been talked about forever. Well, let me, let me just tell you. There's actually an individual who resembles uh, Carrie Ells- Elvis's uh, character, Wesley, so well, it's absolutely ridiculous. No, Wesley uh, would play Wesley. He's well, alive. You yeah, have to yes, find someone else to play Andre Wes- the Giant. Of course, no. of course. Hold on. Oh. Before you guys all explode on me. You fucking ass. Wesley like would that, play Wesley, you? but there's another guy who would be able to play his son. The, 
Yes, His dude. Son. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan what? Reynolds. Yeah, Get mean, the fuck are out you kidding me? <laughs> For Andre the Giant? No. <laughs> oh wait, sorry, I wasn't even. Here. What are you smoking, bro? Because that ain't regular tobacco. Uh, yeah, black and gold. <laughs> Carrie L. No. no, 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 no. He wouldn't replace Carrie Elwes. He would be a Dread Pirate Roberts. Oh, the hand like yeah. Hand that, remember, I could picture him as an individual nailing the yeah. character no, it, similarities. It, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be like per se. You know. Uh. Uh. Princess Bride Part Two. It would be another storyline. It would uh, be so, a Princess Bride Part Two. I don't. I, maybe. Well, it would you know, be, but it would not do it any other way. But you know what? Well, all of the but characters. But it would be a sideline. All, all of the characters no. are still alive, and they all look great. Carrie you would. Still you would great. do uh, like it would be uh, uh, essentially like where they're married. Because Robin Wright still what's looks her, great. What, what's yeah, her totally. Name? What, Robin what, Wright's a bitch, though. I've heard it. There are uh, many a Ro- people. Ro- hold on. Robin Wright is now also the woman who. Famously plays in so, House of Cards. So let me just tell you. Let me just tell and you my brilliance. Hold, hold on one second. Hey. I, oh yeah, you're right. She is in House of Cards. God, and she's, she's also Wonder Woman's there. queen oh, in the Wonder good. Woman saga that they just rebooted. She's not she's the queen. Enough. She's the person that trains her. All right, the trainer so of reveal, the war people. I'm going to reveal my magical story for the sideline of of uh, the Princess Bride right here, right now on Brew Crew. He needs and another I swear, I swear. Hollywood Studios, if you do this movie after I tell it, I'm gonna be, ex- I'm gonna come out there. No, what he, he's he wants really gonna do is two percent. He wants yeah. a check. That's that's really what I want. All right, that's so what he wants. So here's what it is. I'm just gonna give you the baseline. It's I know it's gonna ripple. So here here's what it is. Oh god. Yeah yeah no it's gonna be good. You'll like it. All right. So this here's is the baseline. Yeah. yeah. So Dread Pirate Roberts. Uh, they go out. They are in love. They have a great happy ending. Everything's wonderful. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. then he passes it down to, to yeah, he has Ryan to. Reynolds. He has to. Yeah, he you know he passes it down to Ryan Reynolds. No, he passes it down to uh, the uh, Inigo Montoya, who takes it over and then passes it. He's down. Still who's, he's oh, yeah. still alive. Who's still alive? Of course, who, it would be Inigo yeah, Montoya. Yes, and then he passes oh, it down one more he time. He said that then. The no, everybody, everybody's gonna come back, right? So he passes you it down one more time. You'd make a great Roberts. That guy, yeah, he would. dies. So now there's no Dread Pirate Roberts. So what happens is, is Carrie Elwes has to come back. And they sail with Inigo Montoya to find their next guy. Their next guy, who is Ryan Reynolds, whoever Ryan Reynolds is. I love this story. And, and Actually, I'm, I'm already in love with the story. I am very like okay story. with the story as Lost long Ryan, as Rob Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. Rob Reiner has on. to direct and hold on. it. And what I th- why, why can't, why no, can't no, hold on. Ryan Reynolds wait, wait, wait. be the hold next on. Dread Pirate Roberts. Wait, I got one more. I got one more drop, all right? So even so their love stood the test of their child dying, right? So they have no sons, but he didn't die. He was kidnapped, and that's who they find is Ryan, is, uh, Ryan Reynolds. So that's the loop. And that's, so that's the, loop. the hook. And so it that's is. A, they that's they a, actually yeah. they pick the guy. But the he, guy winds up he, being it, like his, his son. son, and then yeah. finds out, yeah. oh my God, you are my this son. is my real son. This is my real son. So then it brings the whole story together. Yeah, and I true. love the story. Hold on. And it's true love <laughs> all over again. I love the story. what breaks all boundaries but true love, and what love is, is greater than family, than a bond between High father and five. son. What a so, gr- Rob Reiner, Rob the, Reiner, I'm sending We are the Brew you. Crew movie review. <laughs> Please uh, uh, this you is, know, deal with us directly. This is Mr. Producer, and I'm putting this right now on the show. If you love this idea i want you to email everybody that you know and let them know that the brew crew has the story for the very next princess bride and i want you to stamp that as mr producer 
Errol, you have to do that. 100%. He's only slightly that. passionate about the idea. Oh, my God. I'm 100% behind because this is an amazing that's an amazing it's story. It's a pitch. It's a pitch. I'm pitching right now. That's a fantastic right pitch. Okay, now yeah. let's go. Let's go. Let's go to our guest, our wonderful, beautiful. Hey, guest. Guest. Now, hold on. He, you, you hijacked my question. Why not Ryan Reynolds? That's what I was going to say. Thank you. Thank you. We're on the same page. Ryan Reynolds is tight, um, but not in this movie. <laughs> Wait, what? We're talking about part Remake. two. Ryan Reynolds' son. So, are you saying his ego and personality is too strong? <laughs> Oh my God, does anyone have That's a better maniacal laugh? Please let us know right now. That was a pretty good laugh. I want to say, dude, is that your real laugh? That is my real laugh when I hear something funny. I like it. I Man- maniacal for days. Do, do you have like a laugh? He's got a turgid ego. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so now, okay. They have obviously said their idea, Mr. Producer's idea, red fluffing it the entire way. Who would you pick? <laughs> Who would you pit? Oh, I'm bad at proper nouns. I don't know anyone. You, oh, you don't know anyone? I don't know anyone's names. Because you have nothing to bring to the table. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> I'm just here to laugh. All right. That is, <laughs> that is understandable. And tobacco. Mm-hmm. And smoke the pipe. But he, got, he, brought, he brought us some really good liquids. So, that being said, I'm still not 100% why you think Ryan Reynolds should not be the choice. I don't know. It's something for the audience to consider, but let's move on. This is a star-studded movie. You have Wallace Shawn. Vizzini. 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 Where's Vizzini? (laughs) Vizzini. I don't think he's it. Like, Vizzini. So, Wallace Shawn as Vizzini. You may know him as Rex in Toy Story. Very famous um, Andre the Giant, unfortunately, that beautiful man is Fezzik. He is no longer, no longer alive. His hands, just so you know how big they were, because he was legitimately had. Uh, yeah. What do they call the disease? That it's giant, giant uh, gigantism. Gigantism. His hands, his physical hands, were bigger than a coke can. Oh yeah. He literally would hold a coke can, and you wouldn't even see it behind his hands. Oh yeah. It's Christopher Guest, Wallace Shawn, Andre the Giant, Fred Savage, Robin Wright. You're totally doing that to mess me up because I'm doing better than you. Uh, it's also, who else do we have? We have, uh, all right, Peter Falk, Peter well, Christopher Cook, Guest Mel is Smith, Carol Kane, Billy Crystal, just to name a few. Can you scroll down a little bit more? Uh, Ann Dyson, Marjorie there. Mason, Malcolm Story, Willett. Willoughby Gray, who did he play? The King. He's All right, we, we've we've already gone too much. Yeah. <laughs> so, this movie is 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 just so filled with like the cliffs of insanity to all the little quips that they say to fight the dreaded pirate Roberts. Um, the things that he said, and the best thing about the dreaded pirate Roberts is not only is he dreaded and this scary pirate, he's a really nice guy who is suave. encouraging to everybody. Yeah. But he's bad the fuck ass so he bests everybody as well After my favorite five years oh, sorry, go ahead. who's your favorite character on this like if you said this character best represents me it's who is it errol yeah what's up who's the character that best represents you because i think in this movie what dread everyone pirate roberts dread pirate of course <laughs> oh you're looking at me yeah i'm looking um, right at you yeah, kaylin what do you got intense. um probably the Abel- 
<laughs> the albino guy. <laughs> Welcome to the pit. Don't even try to scream. No, I can hear you. Dude, I would say I would be Inigo Montoya. Out for um, revenge, yeah. an alcoholic. You know, just, you know, I think I think that would be me. I, I completely and totally identify with Andre the Giant's character. Because right. deep inside I'm a lover and have little quippy things to say. To be realistic, I want to do the king, but like I don't want to be that creepy. <laughs> I actually think <laughs> Errol. I think Errol would be Vicini. You know, that's that's nice of you to say, but that's and not the person. And most important of all, don't ever mess with the Sicilian <laughs> when death is on the line. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm I'm slightly hurt. You keep saying now the word. But I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> he does think a lot, but I Inconceivable. I, I think I think that we all have characters that we aspire to be, and I I feel like uh, you know the thing that I lack the most is confidence, and the thing that I admire the most about the Dread Pirate Roberts is how confident. He is. So you're saying who you'd want to be? Of yeah. course, everyone wants to be the dreaded pirate Roberts. But who are you? No, no, that's not true. <laughs> oh, well, but who are you? Who would you? Who do you think you would be in reality? Who relates most to you? Yeah, that's that's all I got. Vicini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with that too because I, I the ringleader tries to like gather yeah. everything all around. I, I think I feel that like would that would be cl- that would be closer to you right now, my friend. But I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. I just don't aspire to be that that uh, that individual. Although he he does, he's a smart guy. He's a planner. He likes to plan things, get things out there. He just got bested. That's it. He was yeah. doing great. He was doing great. In fact, he was doing so good that uh, Anigo Montoya sat drunk at a house waiting for him. You know, because he was the guy that kept everybody together. Yeah. I think e- that... Even though he was being insulted the whole time. I, I think that re- realistically... I don't like insulting. Well, I'm just saying, I consider myself to be a drunk. <laughs> Who's, like, good at swords, but, like, is totally fucked off. <laughs> That's not a great character to be. He's... Re- I mean, he says, listen, I'm great at playing with my sword. Yes. But I also like to drink a little bit. Yeah. That's it. That, that, it, it relates to And me. me, look at who I said. Andre the Giant. Yeah. Yeah. A sweetheart down in the center. That's right. Tries to be the foremost brute. And protector. You know. What yeah. was Pirate Robert's real name? What was it? What Wesley. Was it? Wesley. Wesley. Yeah. There you go. Uh. And he was, the, he was the barn boy. Yeah. Five years of sword training and he beats... That was the only thing that was kind of odd to me. Because, like, yeah, five years, yeah. Because he was he was very strong to begin with. And and he, he was, was very was he well. But you know what? Here's the <laughs> thing. You know, I could train my whole life to do you know mathematics. I'm never going to compete to Ethan Hawke on his first day of learning mathematics, as opposed to my 20 years of trying to figure it out. There's always going to be someone that's better than you. You know. One of our audience members is just going to speak up, and they're going to say, Hey, Errol, you can be the Dread Pirate Roberts if you want to be. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. That wasn't the game, dick nose. <laughs> <laughs> the game was who do you best relate to as is. Uh-huh. Anyways, let's keep this fucking pig moving. Um, I'm lost. My, my brain is set off. Um, Rhymes with a peanut. Okay, so 
I actually didn't watch this all the way through once again before this podcast. So if you want to do a recap, maybe. I actually really like the one-liners. Let's go through a few of them. Oh, yeah. or uh, That sounds even You better. seem a decent fellow. I hate to kill you. You seem a decent fellow. I, I hate, hate to, to die. die. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. No more rhymes. I mean it. Anyone Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> the R-O-U-S's, the rodents of unusual sizes, the as you wish. That's what I was talking about. Like The rats. There it you was, go. Yeah, the rats, the rodents of unusual sizes. Like That was like the one, like the dark crystal vibe that you, they had to throw in with the puppets that were just yeah. like over oh, the top. Yeah. It was just the era. It was yeah. like late 80s, kind of got to like... Jim Henson it up. Yeah, exactly. Which is, to me... Gotta do some puppet somewhere. God, I loved it. I love Jim Henson. He is, if I was to say, the most influential person... In that time. In in creativity in my life would be Jim Henson. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. See what the Princess Bride brings out in you? Hey, you know what? Speaking of uh, Jim Henson, we should do another one this month, I think, for that I'm going to suggest right now. That's the labyrinth. Oh, labyrinth oh, is good. Bowie. That's not a love story, though. Uh, yeah, it is. We could do it next month for the no, Patreon. No, it's, it's it's a love story for a baby, but not for like it's not but sexual. But you still gotta love a baby. What you don't like the labyrinth? No, I love the labyrinth. You do? I'm not insane. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this this movie it's it's one of those movies that I mean, fuck it. It's it's the Princess Bride. We can go on for an hour, and we're never gonna come up with all the topics of, of, of why this movie's amazing. Billy Crystal, don't forget to storm the, the castle, the, the whole way he's like, you Have know. Have fun storming uh, the uh, castle. He said to blave. Oh, and yeah. we know to blave means to bluff. He was playing a card game and he got cheated and he wants to come back. And true love, liar! He's like, that's not a witch, I'm your wife. And after you said that, I don't want to be that anymore. Like, there's so, like, just, I don't know. Wait, who did you say you were? Billy you want to be with- the drunk? I think you're better as Miracle Max. Miracle Max, Billy Crystal? <laughs> All right, fine. I'm an old magician. You're an old <laughs> miracle worker. Yeah, who hates my wife, apparently. You're, you're 158 years old. I don't think they were humans. <laughs> <laughs> but I was looking at them again. I'm like, those guys are not humans. This is this is a movie that will, that no one will ever be to, you know be able to do justice. But because this is a mini-sode... We do have to just kind of go on what our opinions are of this movie. So, unfortunately, as little as we have talked about this show, let's go into our Brooker ratings of what we think. Um, let's start with Kalen. What do you think? Um, Brooker movie review. Let's do 4.5. It's it's up there. Like the Wow. Yeah, I like things, apparently. Considering what we just came <laughs> off of. Yeah, you're fine. Um, so, <laughs> the script was solid. Um, lots of quips. Good staging. I didn't ask for anything more. It started off with what it was, and it ended with what it was. So, it was yeah. it was just a solid movie. Solid. Right. Solid. Yeah, solid as a rock. Mr. Producer Errol, what's your opinion? Uh, again, another classic film for me, so it's really hard to say anything less. This 4.65 Brew Stars is, I think, a very solid rating for did this Did you say 6.5? I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That it is, is the, a very solid rating. That is the, this is the highest rating you can give. You've literally broke well, the hymen of the ceiling of our ratings. Yeah. 
Have I? Yeah, 6.5. No, 4.65. Oh! 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 I heard that right. Oh, you did hear it right? No. Alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) That stinking port. All right, 4.65 brew stars. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad rating for this film. I feel like it's a great, great film, and I think it's a classic, and anything that's a classic definitely deserves, you know, over four four stars. All right. You know. What are we thinking, Mr. Redbeard? I love this movie. I mean, I literally love this movie so much that I could watch it over and over again. I can watch it with my kids. It's a safe movie to watch all the way across the board with anybody that you love, even people that you probably hate that you may have a little like for. It's just good. I love it. I would honestly, I'm going to go with a four, a seven, a five. Nice. Four, seven, five. Bruce Bruce stars. stars. Bruce stars. For the red beard. Yeah, I liked it. By the I way, do we all do we all freshly watch this film? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Pretty fresh, pretty fresh. Did you notice now this is something that I didn't pick up on when I was younger, but I felt like there was maybe a vibe going on between uh Humperdink and uh the other guy that likes to make pain. Seemed like there was a connection, like a little well, love connection. I mean, okay, first off, like a little love connection. Uh, I'll, I'll, let me address maybe that. Maybe like very uh, undertone, very you, slight. I think what you're looking at is you're looking at through 2020 slash 19 goggles, am. and you what you really should be thinking is what was the culture in the 80s? Yeah, and it was not. It wasn't that. really that. So I think what you're seeing is two people who get along, who are infatuated with. Each power other. and death and each other torture yeah not oh i love it when i you torture i love not to watch grabbing you work. each like, other's mm. thighs yeah a little who likes to watch each yeah, other work? you're looking at you're looking at it through the happening goggles something happening happen in there you need know. to jump you need to jump back into something 1987 i'm gonna go and say that this movie not only is you know this is what is this where fred savage got his start Fuck Fridge Savage. He sucked I in this movie. I don't know. But, oh wait, actually I think this is his first mo- film cameo. Or his far- first film. This, I agree with Red, is a movie that has just stood the, the, the sands of time. You could watch it with anybody. You could watch it over and over and over again and just love to, to get together with people and just say the lines over and over and over again. It doesn't get old. This, to me, is the definition of the quintessential comedy masterpiece because it stands the test of time and because of that and because this is one of my all-time favorite movies i'm gonna say that this movie is a 4.98 wow that's good so just so you know he's only given that one rating to one other film it doesn't get any better as far as okay wait, 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 wait real quick what about Fritz Savage and Grandpa, though? Oh, that's such a better movie than Princess Bride. <laughs> <laughs> that's what kept it from me being a five. Fuck those two. Are you uh, serious? Yeah, the cut ba- the cutaways. I don't know. That was just me then. You I didn't guess. like that part? That's no. what made it feel no. like... See, no. Grandpa, what about the kissing part? <laughs> I hate that part. This yeah, wasn't yeah. Fred Savage's best role. <laughs> it was so fucking useless. <laughs> no, it's a kid. The whole movie is yeah. a story. It's bullshit. No. Plus, again, it's you're looking, reality. At, it, you're looking no. at it through 2020 goggles. You're not looking at it through... 
you know, grandpas little and little kids more... suck no matter what. Yeah, but... <laughs> I don't care what decade it is. Get out of here. We're talking about 1980 something, which you weren't born then, but it was a little bit more. Uh, you know, things weren't the things that are so easily passe now were taboo then, so things were a little bit more, I guess you could say, pure. So for me, culturally. That was kind of uh, it was the simpleton of it. The, the, sim- the simple. This was a beautiful movie. It was in it all was. It was in all aspects. It was beautiful, perfectly, flawlessly done. I applaud you, and um, and and if you don't like the Princess Bride, um, check yourself into some sort of center because you are not okay in the head. I would definitely go find yourself a Catholic priest and see if you can exercise the ex- demon. The demon's exercise. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Brew Crew Movie Review. Mini episode. Mini episode of the Princess Bride Patreon. Thank you for joining. I know that, you know, we're never going to do this movie justice. So, but thank you for listening to our complete off the rails topic and discussion of the movie. Nonetheless, you know, if we did miss something that you really wanted to hear about, let us know and uh, maybe we'll, you know, hitch back and talk to you about it on uh, Facebook. well, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah, to cut you off. But I wanted to remind you guys, thank you so much for, for listening. But it would also be really beneficial so that we could interact with you a little bit more intimately. If you could come on to our Facebook and join our group, which is at the Brew Crew Movie Review on Facebook. You can also follow us on Instagram at Brew Crew Movie Review. We'd love to hear from you guys. Interact with us on a daily basis. And just poke us. Say hi. Send waves. Put a little emojis on there. Tag us. Or don't. No, do it. You yeah, have to do, really it. Poke do it. Poke me. Poke me individually, poke please. Poke him so hard. Poke me. <laughs> he said poke him so hard. <laughs> poke me raw. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, and one other thing, too. I want to say this. I, if I can one last time, yeah. I, ha- I have to fluff Errol's pitch. Do it. Do it. I really hope that somebody puts this out there because Errol is a very creative person who thinks of stories like you wouldn't believe. And he's been doing this ever since he was a kid. And I have to tell you that I would, I would love to see a second part to the princess bride because I think millions of people would love to see it, but not try to redo it. I think just an adage, something that would do it justice as an adage where it brings some of the original cast members back and I think the storyline that you came up with is fantastic. If you heard what we said earlier in this episode, reach out to somebody. Tell them that back at the Brew Crew Movie Review podcast that Mr. Errol, the producer, came up with the most amazing storyline. You have to hear it. I agree, and I really appreciate it. Just remember, you're only six steps away from anybody, according to... The seven step away rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You individually, as a listener to us, are one step closer <laughs> to that individual. Yeah, I thought you're right. Six degrees of separation? Six, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought right. it was seven. It's no, six it's six. It is six? See, he was yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, okay, he was yeah, right. Bacon, I'm wrong. Bacon even made a bacon I, game I, I like the shutdown, though. <laughs> I was just like, I thought it was seven, bitch. <laughs> I was wrong. We can only be six steps away from getting this movie made, so. Okay. Let's make it happen. So, once again, thank you for joining as a Patreon member. Like, subscribe, and comment on anything that you see. We love you for being here, and but 
first and foremost, I want to thank Kaylin and Forgotten Barrel Winery for being here on the show. You were amazing. You represented your business fantastically, and we are privileged to have 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 drinking drinking. We're privileged to drinking drunk to have drunk. Nothing I said today represents you. Forgotten Barrel. I'm just going to throw that out there. One hundred percent represents. It's all me. It's all my weirdness. Well, I thank you so much. And yeah, it's cheers, been an guys. absolute pleasure having you on the show. It's yep. been fun. And I've had a blast. So The one thing I would like to say, though, is that probably next time, just be aware. I appreciate you feeling so comfortable uh, to be here on the show. But uh, maybe next time, leave the baby oil and keep your clothes on. That, that wasn't listed on the things I no. could not bring. Okay, I just so. <laughs> I, love that I like the freedom of how we went with it. The duct tape's for you, Fred. <laughs> like the duct tape's for you. It's glistening. The, 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 the non-use of my hands being strapped to this chair this whole entire show was a little odd, but now I understand yeah. it. You don't need them for what I'm about to do. So. Oh, of, course, of course not. All right, so let's wrap this up. We're going to say that's a wrap on a three countdown. So let's do this. Thank you all for coming and joining this show. And that's going to do it for the Brew Crew. So let's do a three, two, one. That's a wrap. Cheers. Cheers, you charities. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Brew Crew movie review don't forget to like follow and subscribe and leave some comments down below because if we really love those comments we're gonna read them on the show we will see you again next week for another brew crew movie review cheers dad you came by see you next time find us on patreon to support the show